Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 15th. Today, you guys, we're going to continue taking a look at Mosiah chapter 2, the beginning of King Benjamin's sermon to his people. I want to start out today by looking at verse 21. Verse 21 says, And I say unto you, that if ye should serve him who has created you from the beginning, and is preserving you from day to day by lending you breath, that ye may live and move and do according to your own will, and even supporting you from one moment to another. I say unto you, if ye should serve him with all your whole souls, yet ye would be unprofitable servants. Now the thing that really stands out to me here is I remember when I decided to serve a mission. And I got my call in August, I didn't leave till December, and so I had all this time to think about serving. And I remember thinking that I was going to go out there and I was going to work so hard and I was going to be such an incredible missionary so that I could pay Heavenly Father back for all my blessings. Now that is laughable to me now. In fact, I remember at the end of my mission, writing in my journal and saying, I'm more in debt now than I have ever been. Because no matter what we do, no matter how we serve or how well we serve to try to pay back the Lord for our blessings, His blessings come back to us tenfold. It's absolutely incredible. And I can safely say that in any capacity that I've served, I've been able to serve because of His strength, because of His blessings, not of my own power, not of my own accord. In 1985, Elder Hardman Rector Jr. gave a talk called The Gospel, and in that he said, The works which we do of ourselves are not sufficient to exalt us. In the words of King Benjamin, I say, if ye should serve him with your whole souls, yet ye would be unprofitable servants. It seems you and I can do little of ourselves, but through Christ we can do all things. Therefore, when we do well, we are receiving credit for his works. In the words of Nephi, we are relying wholly upon the merits of him who is mighty to save. Moroni echoes the same theme when he says people of the church were relying upon the merits of Christ, who was the author and finisher of their faith. And that is how it is. That's why we will always be unprofitable servants. King Benjamin wasn't trying to slam us. He wasn't trying to say you're never going to be good enough. What he's saying is that anything that we do, anything that we accomplish, in any capacity that we serve, we will be serving, first of all, with the strength and capacity of the Savior, not by our own strength and capacity. But second, we will be so incredibly blessed for that service and for that work. So we end up at the end more in debt than we were when we started. But what a beautiful debt to owe. All we can really do is humble ourselves and be grateful for that great debt that we have. So continuing on, verse 22 says, and behold, all that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if ye would keep his commandments, ye should prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he has said. Therefore, if ye do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. Yesterday we talked about how one way to show God our love is by loving his children. The other way to show Heavenly Father our love is to keep his commandments. I have verse 22 cross-reference to John chapter 14, verse 15, where it says, If ye love me, keep my commandments. 
Now, I've got to tell you, this concept of if ye love me, keep my commandments has made a million times more sense to me since I became a parent. <laughs> Ever since I've had kids, it it's like sometimes it feels like I spend my entire day saying, no, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Even more so now with this COVID thing, right? Because I'm sitting there thinking, don't do that, because if you get hurt, we are not going to the emergency room. But it's funny because every time I say don't do that, 90% of the time my son asks why. And I always explain, but nine times out of 10, he does it anyway. But what's funny is that I recently realized that his disobedience isn't a rebellion thing. He's not trying to be a jerk. (laughs) He just straight up thinks that he's smarter than me. He thinks that he knows better than I do what is going to happen if he does something. And there is absolutely nothing worse than when he gets hurt doing something that I've asked him not to do. In the past several years, I've come to learn that all of the commandments that God has given us, he has given us because he's trying to either protect us, help us maintain our agency, or is trying to bless us. And sometimes we don't understand the whys. Sometimes the whys don't necessarily make sense, but that is why we are showing our Father in Heaven our love when we obey Him, because we're showing Him our trust. We're telling Him that we believe that He knows and understands things in ways that we can't quite comprehend yet, and that we want to be close to Him by following His Word. He doesn't ask us to obey for crazy reasons. He doesn't give us commandments to make our life miserable. He gives us commandments because he can see something more clearly than we can. That he knows and understands things that maybe we don't quite get. Or he understands that there is a blessing that he wants to give us. So he asks us for obedience so he can rain that blessing down upon us. It's like the widow of Zarephath. Elijah was sent to her to bless her. Now, if you remember, Elijah was in the desert. Ravens were feeding him. They were like bringing him his food every day. Yet he was sent in and he met the widow of Zarephath. He asked her to make a cake for him. He asked her to make a cake for him. She said that she only had a little meal and a little oil and that she was going to make one last cake for her and her son before they died because they were going to be out of food. And he said, okay, you do what you were going to do, only give me that cake first. And then I promise you that your meal and your oil will never run out until this drought is over. One could look at that and on surface value think, wow, Elijah was being kind of rude. But that was not the case. Elijah didn't need the food. He was being fed by birds, which is amazing in and of itself. He didn't need her food, but she needed his miracle. My friends, I testify to you that that is how obedience works. That when you and I place our trust, our 100% faith in our Father in Heaven and in His commandments, we open up the windows of Heaven to receive His blessings. I was actually pretty disappointed in conference because President Nelson reminded us of the blessings that he promised us if we did better at using the correct name of the church. And then he continued on and said, those blessings still stand if you will do that. I realized, man, we haven't been diligent enough in the commandment to obtain those blessings. 
I look forward to those blessings and I need to be better. But I testify to you that every law has blessings attached and that our Father in heaven is anxious to bless us, to help us, and to empower us. So much so that if we spend our entire lives working and serving in his cause, we will still be unprofitable because the blessings upon our head will be a hundred times the efforts that we've given. Our Father in heaven and our Savior live to bless in time of need. I only pray that my obedience is on par for those blessings. Thank you so much for listening today, you guys. If you're liking this podcast, make sure to like, to share on social media, and to subscribe. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.